Welcome and good evening to Adventures in DeFi Kingdoms. This is Raf streaming to you live high by the Keep in the Hot Air Balloon. Tonight I have Nindorf with, with me as always. Nindorf, how you doing? I'm doing very well. How about yourself? Hanging in there. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of funny. We're having uh, it's April 14th, and you know we're still having some snow here in the Midwest. Um, so kind of glad that that's. Uh, behind us and hopefully behind us for the rest of the spring and summer season all right so let's talk some adventures in DeFi kingdoms um first thing we wanted to go through is a little bit of a uh, a discord update again or a, a youtube subscriber update so uh our target is we're trying to get to 500 and 1000 subscribers once we hit the 500 mark uh we are going to be giving away two eggs to our, our team inside Discord, we're going to be doing a, a probably another King Sumo giveaway. And then once we hit a 1,000, I've been working on training up a common pure wizard gardener. And so I'm really excited to give out a, a, a wizard uh, DR1. Um, and so that's a primary class and first recessive are both a wizard, 10 out of 10 summons, and a gardener. So... Um, really hoping to, you know, we want to give back to our community out there for helping us achieve some goals. And if we can hit those, uh, we'll continue to develop new goals on top of that. All right. So, yeah, that sounds good. Oh yeah. I, I think, I think, um, you know, that's we hadn't done one in a while, and, and I think it's, you know, that's an important thing, you know, especially after some of those conversations we had with Bolan and Risen last week, or sorry, earlier this week actually. Uh, time flies. I tell you what. Um, you know, giving back is kind of one of those things that's really important. So yeah, we'll subscribe. You can let your friends know. We'll, we'll give some, do some of these giveaways. Yeah, and we want to keep doing this in the future as well. Um, another really big, exciting piece is uh, we're going to be coordinating and organizing a, a tournament once duels release. And so that's something that you know I'm really excited about. We're going to do a 64-person bracket-style tournament. And we've started to release the registration for that on Discord. Uh, so hit us up if you can't find that link. Uh, you can uh, message either one of us on, on Discord and, and we'll help you out there. Um, so we're, we're generally trying to just go ahead and adopt whatever the uh, tournament rules are or whatever the natural dual styling rules are. Uh, Nindor, if you want to give kind of a, a quick summary of what we believe the way that duels are going to operate... Um, and then I'll, I'll walk us through, you know, how we're going to organize the tournament. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So it, it, from what the devs have said, they, they've kind of got a system in mind where it's basically, you know, for this round, we're going to select the specific skill. We're going to select strength. Um, and so then you get, you'll, those two heroes of strengths that will be directly compared. Um, now it won't necessarily be. Uh, as straightforward as it sounds at first, because it's like, so if, if your strength skills are just one different, like say it's a, a 15 and a 16, you know, it might be like a 49, 51% chance to win sort of style where there's just a little bit of difference. Now, if you magnify then that up until it's say a 10 point difference, you know, a 15 and a 25, that might go up to an 80% chance to win versus a 20. So they still want to have some sort of random role. It's not a guarantee just because your stats higher, right? Um, so we kind of want to replicate that here. You know, we want to make something where it's, it's fun, uh, and anybody's got a shot. You know, it's kind of like the old March Madness bracket, right? Everybody's got a shot. Yeah, I, I'm excited about that. So to add to, uh, you know, we, to add to the built-in dueling style that the DFK team is going to release, 
we're also going to create some fun tournament bracket rules and you know we really want to lean into the aspect of the game where and you'll bring three heroes to the the tournament and we really want to you know mirror this to future battling styles where you you know you're going to have a party of three and so the idea that we have is that before each round we're going to randomize which stat is going to the, the duel is going to be based around and then you're going to have the option to select that hero uh, to participate in the duel versus the other person's selected hero and so it adds a little bit of an element of strategy and team building to it another aspect that we're going to layer into this first tournament is we're going to call it uh, baby cup style and so it's going to feature heroes that are level three and under and that way we're keeping the, the the barrier to entry pretty low so i'm excited um you know we might have a few other rules that that come out that are you know uh, based around you know making this fun uh, for our team, but that's kind of the gist of it. What do you think, Nandorf? Yeah, it's like the uh, the 50 CC Mario Kart, right? It's like exactly. ah, you know, let's just get started here. Anybody can play this game, uh, and I, I think I, I like the randomized stat, and I think it's really interesting because when you pick 64 uh, entrance, you basically if you're going to win it all, there's you can have like six pairings, mm-hmm. and of course if we're choosing the stats at random. You with three heroes, you really can't maximize all eight stats. So I think this is great. Yeah, you know, I, I love that. It's one of those things where you, you just got to pick your three to, and uh, hope that luck is on your side, and then that your pairings across the bracket um, end up well. I think maybe we'll have to consider two placement. Like, how do we? You know, actually, no. Doesn't it do random placement? Right. Random placement. Yeah. Perfect. Even better. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm excited about it. It'll be a lot of fun. All right, so uh, how about you take us to question of the day now? Yeah, absolutely. So um, kind of what you know, a lot of chatter about now after some of their leases um, in the AMA and everything is about eggs. So obviously I'm going to ask a question about that. Uh, I think today my question is really, so A, are you going to buy heroes so that you can just absolutely slam quests in and have a uh, much higher chance what is it? A 10x chance at eggs? I 10X, think. 10x, yeah. Um, for what is it? Three, three days. So this is this is a pretty significant chance for anybody out there who's short on eggs to make sure you quest your heroes, um, get that chance, get those, get that stamina spent. But then counterpoint to that is a part B of this question, I guess, is or do you sell eggs, or does this make you think that the price of eggs will drop on the market? Mm-hmm. Um, as we talked last time with Olin and Risen, also you can. Um, you can sell eggs on the marketplace. So I don't know. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually probably leaning towards more of the, the buying heroes route or acquiring heroes route. So interesting update for, for listeners here. So for those of you who have, you know, been with us for a while, you know that Nindorf and I went in, uh, on a couple gen zeros with one of our investing partners, Walton. And when we sold off the Gen Zeros over this last month, um, he decided that he was kind of done playing the game for the time being. And so we offered to him that we would split his heroes amongst the two of us, and we would go ahead and uh, we would quest with them, keep all the questing rewards, and we would pay for the level ups. And then when he wants to come back into the game, he can go ahead and have the heroes back. So, you know, I have a, a few more heroes than I than I had before, and starting to climb towards that pre-pj level 
Um, so, you know, and, and actually tonight, I'm going to need your advice on, on buying a hero. I'm thinking about making a, a pretty big decision here in, in preparation for, for combat and duels. So, That's only fair because you uh, you may or may not have helped me with such a decision earlier. um, <laughs> <laughs> right. So my really, uh, my really long answer is I think I'm going the route of buying heroes, but I do think it's, this is interesting that it's going to affect uh, the egg market once uh, they're released. And I did buy a couple eggs over the last week. I bought a green one for about 30 and a uh, gray one for 40 jewels. So We'll see how uh, the the market kind of continues to to change here, but I think that's going to be something that shifts a little bit. And you know, for those of you out there thinking about getting an egg, um, I have a good feeling that with the supply going up, um, that you're going to have a, a bit of an opportunity. How about you, Nando? Yeah, I like that. I think um, obviously, you know, I, my luck, my lucky streak kind of continued here. I think was it yesterday or the day before <laughs> uh, I pulled another one. So I'm I'm, I'm just lucky with eggs. Uh, and then um, I was looking through some Discord chatter earlier today, and we were chatting back and forth about this a little bit. And uh, I'll give a little shout out to one of our members, Radfald. He had an idea where he said he actually went out and bought uh, a few. I think it was maybe even like six gold eggs, or sorry, yellow eggs rather. Um, and he, his his hypothesis is basically that you know anything mining is gold, like literally gold. It's that's the profitable part of the game at the moment. So he's hoping that there's some sort of profession-based boost on those yellow eggs. So, you know, there's there's a lot of things out there like that. And I think um, until we get uh, these eggs hatched and we can see what kind of little critters pop out, I think I'm with you. Hold and, and accumulate as many eggs as you can. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. We've talked for a long time about, you know, what are the value of, you know, the different professions Oh, goodness. Um, the jewel price for a yellow egg right now, if you buy on the marketplace, is 130 so, Wow. <laughs> wow, that's gone up. Um, and the the price of a, I, I believe, a green egg that just popped up um, was much under that. So it's, uh, yeah, check out, check out marketplace. It's going to be pretty volatile because it is using, um, you know, the marketplace system, um, which is supplied by other users. And, you know, based on the supply that, prices are going to fluctuate quite a bit anyways one of the things we've always wondered is you know what are the the different values of the the professions and it's kind of crazy you know with lock jewel miners had a clear lead right off the bat and now with the you know i i would say i'm guessing it was really the leaderboards that pushed stamina potions being so valuable and now that stamina potions are valuable the price of gold has in, in my thought has followed suit um and so that that kind of combination, I think, is uh, you know interesting because it it's clearly indicated that miners are going to be profitable for the medium term, and then with the release of Crystal Veil and Lock Jewel, miners are going to be profitable for the long term. And so it may look like that's the profession of choice. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you're right. That's just we, and you know it, that the calculus there could very well change with these advanced level quests. Uh, or crafting or any other usages for these items that we're getting like, like fishing and foraging right now. I mean, we just, we don't really have a usage for those. Now, if, if fish were involved in the stamina potion creation, I think this would be very different. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, you know, the choice of the devs and how that potion was you know formulated, it, it, Most it uses gold. a little bit, but not very much. It's largely that gold component, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, let's go ahead and um, you know jump into really the the buying hero section of of the podcast tonight. So um, we we were talking uh, throughout the afternoon, and you were interested in buying a hero. Uh, you messaged me, which is always bad news because it, it'll, <laughs> that probably means that you're looking for confirmation bias, um, which I exactly. gladly provided. Uh, start start us off by walking through. Why are you looking for another hero right now? Well, so a, um, you know, I, I've I'm still sitting on a pretty decent pile in the gardens uh, in Serendale, and I'd accumulated some unlocked jewel, and it was burning an absolute hole in my pocket. Uh, compound that with the fact that my uh, my lone mythic is still chilling at the bottom of the ocean, and oh, I was feeling a little left day. out. I, I was feeling left out. I was like, you know, I, I'm I'm not on the mythic crowd. I, I've I'm I've made it into the uh, the gauntlet crew where you know we've got one of every egg, but I do not have a mythic. So I I, I put the bait out there to you. I was like, hey, uh, I'm thinking about buying a mythic, and I I knew and I I'd hoped that that would get you locked in. And sure <laughs> enough. Yeah, purple might be my new favorite color. Um, so we we looked at the floor this afternoon, and it was around 300 gold. And how were you choosing or deciding, you know, you kind of had this general thought or direction towards Mythic, but then how were you starting to narrow your search beyond that? Yeah, so the first thing I noticed is um, of my current set of heroes, and I'll even say my current set of, more upper level heroes like i'm not talking my questers or my mining crew like the ones that i'm a little bit more interested in they're, they're maybe not top tier but you know at least they're up their ways um i noticed that i have a really i'm, I'm lacking agility uh and you know i could have gone the ninja route but for whatever reason you know if mythic is the way i want to go you know mythic ninja is a little bit out of my price range so that kind of led me to Archer. That's kind of where I started the conversation with you. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm thinking Mythic, and I'm thinking Archer because of Dexterity. Or sorry, Agility, rather. Um, and so that's kind of how I got into it. And you know, then we, you know, we started searching from there. Yeah, and this is a great opportunity to shout out um, Adventures in DeFi Kingdoms, the website, again. So I, I have this up on screen right now. And you punch in your address, and you can select... Uh, a couple of your heroes that are three of your heroes and you can go ahead and uh, do this so right now i'm bringing up um three of my heroes and i'm going to look at how their skills stack up and so as you're starting to think about and prepare for combat you know presumably you want a well-balanced team and obviously we don't know how skills are going to play into this yet um, and so, you know, you kind of came across the, the decision that you wanted to go for, I believe it was dexterity and agility. And so you're starting to target like Archer because of that. So, uh, Absolutely. I, I think that's a, you know, this is a, a really helpful tool, um, to help guide people towards what they might need for, for a balanced team. So, you know, thank you for putting that together and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you kind of continue. So. Uh, you you found a hero out there. Do you want to share what his number is? Yeah, sure. So um, you know, I'll add to what you previously said too. Um, as we we learn more, um, I was just thinking too before we hopped on to record this that uh, I'm probably going to add a little bit more information to that combat page. I think it's not going to be useful yet, but I'm thinking of adding it, for each hero you select 
here are the active and passive abilities. Mm-hmm. Now, in the future, when we have names for these things, I'm, I'm at least hoping they have names, uh, we can maybe even colorize them. And, you know, maybe these certain basic one, basic two or whatever suits agility more. Um, and so we can kind of give some more visual cues to kind of help see in a visual manner what's your overall balance of this right. selected squad. Um so yeah, that's kind of where I, I, I plan to head next. I was just thinking, you know, kind of roughing that out in my head a little bit before we hopped on. But, but yeah. So if you've got the the hero, if you want to hop over to the tavern hero viewer, I can I can pop. I can give you the number of the guy I ended sure. up selecting. Ready to go. Um, so let me know when you're up, and I'll read it off to you here. I'm up and ready to go. All right, one six seven three two five. So, as you can see, once he pulls it up, obviously I selected an archer. Um, there you go. Again, like I said, I I was looking for that dexterity and agility, but I actually, on second thought, it really was the, the dexterity I was lacking. Because I, I started looking again at my heroes now that I'm remembering our conversation. I do still have a couple of ninjas, and I have actually a sage that's got like almost 22 agility, I think. So, I think I'm all right there. But this guy here, um, if you once this, once you pull yeah, up the stats, I got him pulled up, and he's got a a thick dexterity stat right there. For a gen, for, yeah, for a level one, right? Right, right. Yep. And so that's kind of where this is where I landed. And we, you know, there was a couple other heroes that we, you know, we were going over and talking about. I believe there was a wasn't another one a monk. Another one was a monk. Yeah, we saw a nice monk with. He was a monk knight with um i think he had boosted vitality right yep that's right i recall and and that seemed i know i know you've been a big fan of monks because of the uh generalist nature of the stats and i think we're gonna get into generalist stats a little later with who i'm looking for so uh yeah and you know your your archer here also boosted luck i that's that's something that I, I forgot about, um, you know, when we were talking about it earlier. And I was, I, I'm looking at this in retrospect, like, I got to imagine that's pretty good. You know, I, I, I'm going to think that archers have, you know, damage based on a dexterity modifier, a strength modifier. And then, like most games, critical hits will probably come from something like luck. Now, again, this is all reckless speculation. Um, so that that's pretty interesting. Yeah, and I think... Um... A, knowing I didn't have a mythic, and basically the budget I currently had set out was going to be a basic, mm-hmm. uh, not an advanced or an elite class. So that this that's kind of what led me there. And I don't. This is the first archer I've I've had in a long, long while. So I think I had one nice. briefly. Um, so it, it was kind of a nice compliment that you know it's some uncharted territory more or less for me too, which is always exciting. Yeah, and what I've been doing right now as I'm looking at buying heroes is I'm trying to imagine what are their stat points going to look like at level seven and why level seven you say is it feels like level seven is around uh i I don't know i'd probably call it like the 80th percentile um for where hero levels are right now i mean obviously you have your your you know severe stampot users and and people who have got their heroes (laughs) like level 14 um i saw today i I don't even know what the highest level is right now, but I mean, that's, that's the tail end of your, your normal curve, so to speak. Um, and so I've been using level seven because if you've been, 
you know, fairly regularly leveling up your hero since the beginning, uh, you're going to have a level 7 hero. And so I, I'm using that as kind of the benchmark. And so what I like to do is look at uh, the stats page, or the growth page that's now on the hero card, and I look at, you know, what are the what's the likelihood if you spend your primary for sure stat boost and you look at that percentage increase and you pair that also with the 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 crystal that um, you can now use during level up to to boost your your stat gain percentage. Um, how many stat points are you gaining in the stat that you want to focus or target? And so when we're talking through your dexterity stat, you know, I, I think there's a, a really good chance that if you buy a crystal, which are really reasonably priced right now, every single level up, you could probably get an on average a boost of, you know, something in the twos. And so it probably wouldn't be 2.5. It'd probably be a little less than that. But if you average a level up of two and you're at level one and you need to go to level seven, that's another 12 points of dexterity that you would be adding to your current 15 points of dexterity. And then oh, yeah. hitting level five, you would also get your mythic boost. And so this was kind of the uh, the process that we walked through when we were texting and, and chatting today. And, you know, I think there's a really strong likelihood that by the time you get to level seven, you're 30 plus on dexterity. All you got to do is get a little lucky um, with that, uh, you know, level five mythic boost. Um, you're for sure, you're going to get probably something there. Um, and hopefully it's a one, few stat I would points. say, maybe two. And so... You know, if you can get into level 30 at, at level 7 right now, I'm calling that like rarefied error stat points. And so you're going to be doing really well competing. Um, to add to that, mining is really good. And you got a few summons left on him. I believe it's five. Um, and, you know, with mining, you can also do a recreational stampot usage to level him up. And you should hopefully catch the field in a little bit of time we'll see how things go with the release of uh level 10 profession quests obviously he's only a level one profession so you got a ways to go mm-hmm. but i think you know i think if you you do a little stand potting on him i think you can catch the field here pretty quickly so yeah i'm i'm really excited for you i was pulling for this guy i think the monk also would have been a pretty great choice and i personally am looking for a generalist right now so uh yeah i I'm really excited. Any other kind of closing comments on on the guy that that you got? Yeah, um, I think I think you you pretty much nailed it. So I I think I will add some statistics. Uh, I like your choice of level seven. I just filtered the hero catalog at the moment on level eight, and there's only 68 heroes at the moment that have that are at level eight. Nice. Uh, so that's actually a, I think a really good tell. And now I'm trying to get, I'm trying to see how many are at level seven. And I think it's, I think to your point, you know, here's page number one. Let me go to page number two. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's another hundred. Okay. So, you know, I don't know how long I'm going to have to do this before I find the end of the level sevens. So yeah, it, yeah, there's over 300. Yeah. It keeps going. I'm, I'm going to quit there. Yeah. But basically you're right. Level seven is that nominal max right, right now. And I think that's true because, my only level eight hero is my rare summoner that I have stamp potted. I think he's he drunk a few potions in his day. So. <laughs> did he uh, make a journey too? Oh no, so he did not. 
but he was drinking potions to Left the whole drink. time. His buddy was gone, and his buddy <laughs> did come back, so it was worth every drop. Yeah, there you go. All right, well, congrats on getting some purple. Um, yeah, it's uh, I'm a big fan, and Waldos Iron Light, Iron Light. That's good, good strong name too. You know. Now, yeah, my uh, my Gen ones like to see the shiny purple also, so they're excited for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, came across a couple heroes, uh, today that I was looking at and I was like, if, if they have a weak name, it really takes a lot out of me to, you know, kind of look past that. It's like, you know, you need a, <laughs> you need a nice strong name in order to be a part of my team, my squad. Uh, like Loretta Low Spirit. <laughs> Loretta Low Spirit. Yeah. She, uh, that's, that's why you sold her. Yeah. She, uh, she was just anyways. Um, <laughs> so you know, I've been, you know, I jumped over on the website and, you know, I, I've talked a lot about my, my mythic thief is probably my, my favorite he- hero. So I'm actually going to go ahead and, and share on discord what, oh, you can see what I'm looking at. Never mind. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and, and take a, take a peek here at my mythic thief and then what I'm trying to decide is I, I'm not quite sure who my second best hero is, but let's just say it's my mythic Dark Knight. When I when I look at these two heroes, I have a bit of a gap when it comes to uh, actually. You know what I'm going to do is plug in instead of my mythic Dark Knight, I'm going to put in my um, Summoner who made it back on the journey. There you and go. And so he's he's a he's a little beefy. Um, right at the top of the list so you know it's you know as i start to pull this up um you know i definitely have some extremes i'm filled on the the luck bucket agility is pretty good and uh intelligence and wisdom and so as i'm looking at the radar chart here i have an obvious gap in dexterity and then a really strong gap in what i would you know, consider quadrant one of the chart. So strength, endurance, and vitality. And I have been thinking about, you know, maybe should I use my Dark Knight who has strength and vitality, but he doesn't have a lot of endurance. And when I look at a, and I think about a, a, a thief and a summoner, I'm also thinking very low health values. And so, you know, oh, yeah. it's, as I'm kind of walking through the the calculus of what's combat going to be like in the future, I'm thinking like I need a tank or someone pretty beefy to add to my squad. So I started looking at monks today. I was looking at mythic monks. I was looking at you know legendary paladins. I was looking at rare paladins. And then what I decided is, you know, what if I look at I lost a sage on the perilous journey. And I was like, what if I look at dragoons and rare dragoons and how are rare dragoons priced right now? Um, So I'm going to go ahead and bring that up for the moment. And Nindorf, if you want to, you know, kind of bring up the dragoons as well. I'm following along. Absolutely. It feels like we're certainly in a, a, a market lull right now with the price of jewel being where it's at. And, you know, there's always a chance that the jewel continues to, to sink lower, but a rare Dragoon price floor is at 245 right now. I mean, 
that feels like a pretty darn good deal. And when uh, you look at the stat growths, a a mythic uh, basic class is approximately equivalent to a legendary advanced class, which is approximately equivalent to a rare elite class, which is approximately equivalent to an uncommon transcendent class. And by equal, I mean that their stat points at level 100 will about even out. And so, you know, if you're looking at the value or looking at the price floor of a, a mythic being 300 and you're using that as your kind of anchor, you know, having a price now at, at 245, like that would actually look like a deal. Um, if you're yes. using just that basic stat strategy and there's uh, three dragoons here down at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, and um, if, if I hadn't just purchased my, my uh, soul purple, honestly, this, uh, this floor price rare dragoon, I would be purchasing it immediately. Uh, it, it's kind of funny uh, it, to help me avoid some withdrawal penalties. Ref spotted me. It was literally 20 jewels short when I bought that purple. So he, he threw me a few jewels so I could uh, not have to withdraw and, and get a penalty on my LP. So I, I, I owe him a few jewels. So yeah. I am indebted. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, uh, um, and I don't, I don't mind at all. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, I, I don't know if our, well, probably only our discord listeners, but, um, I actually pulled out of the gardens a couple of weeks ago. I was just trying to be a little conservative, um, with the crypto market uh, dropping. And so, you know, I've, I've been sitting on probably a few too many dollars um, liquid in-game. And like you said, the, the jewel in the pocket starting to burn a hole. And oh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a bit worried right now, actually. And so I think I'm at a point where I need to go ahead and buy my next hero. And then I need to go ahead and decide how much money I'm going to keep in-game Stake it in the gardens. Forget about it. Stop looking. Stop worrying. Don't worry about the crypto market. Um, and then the rest, go ahead and pull out of the game and stop worrying. Stop looking <laughs> about that too. So I think you know ultimately, you know, if there's any advice that I have, which is non-financial advice, it's don't follow the markets every single day unless you're really good at what you do and you're a crypto trader. But I clearly am not. So. Um, here I am staring down the, uh, the, the Dragoon race and, you know, why are you looking at this, this bottom Dragoon this, for 245 besides just price? He also has agility as the boost. What are your thoughts here? You asked our Discord team tonight. Um, what are you thinking about ag- agility on a Dragoon? So, uh, you know, we, we were chatting and we're like, okay, so a Dragoon is an elite class. And it's clear to me that, like, the Sage, the counterpart, has amazing boosts in wisdom and intelligence. But then you look at the the stat chance increases for a Dragoon, and it's more along the lines of a Monk, you know, plus a Mm -hmm. little bit, right? So he's kind of this generalist. um, And, you know, I kind of got thinking, that tells me that his skill set that we don't know about yet is probably going to be the deciding factor. Kind of like I think Monk's skills are going to be actually pretty diverse and awesome. So that's kind of what led me to thinking that maybe this is a skills game. And then if it's a skills game, 
I think that agility, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head and you've convinced me earlier where you said that the ninja first strike, fast strike. Mm -hmm. I got thinking, well, why could that not apply to a Dragoon as well? Especially since their base Pretty agility strong. has already a 65% chance to boost. So you add the plus two, you're at 67. You throw a lesser crystal and you're, you know, you're at 70. Mm-hmm. And then this guy, the beauty of this guy is if you look at his subclass, it's a thief. So he's already, with that blue bonus, he's already at 21.5% chance to roll agility on secondary. That crystal also puts him up to that lesser, mind you. That's 51.5. I mean, that's, or was it? Is it 30? I think it's 30 or 15. I forget. I think it's 15 now. I think it's 15. Still, yeah, so 36%. Yeah. 36% yeah, yeah, so you got a pretty solid chance to roll that agility. Yeah, every three levels. Every three levels is going to point for sure. Yep. Yep. So I'm thinking that fast strike. And I'm also thinking that the spear, the length of that spear is going to provide some skills bonus. Uh, maybe he's able to, you know, he stands back at a little bit of a distance and he, he doesn't have to take a full brunt of something. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm reading the tea leaves again here for sure, but for whatever reason, I'm currently on that agility Interesting. train. Interesting. So when I, I've been kind of looking at generalists, um, spending a lot of time looking at monks today, and we looked at the mythic monk earlier, and yep. now looking at, at dragoons as well. Um, you know, one of the things that catches my eye when you're looking at a dragoon is their their second best uh statistical stat growth is in endurance and endurance right now we know helps with defense it's a a modifier for defense and it also helps with reducing the amount of time that a debuff is on you and so you know now that you've kind of given me your spiel on agility i think that it could certainly go maybe one of two routes it could certainly go the agility route where you know, if you don't have a lot of time with the debuff, you could then leverage that agility to go faster outside of that debuff or to keep attacking. Um, you know, once your, whether your debuff is a strength reduction or a weakness or, or you know, some kind of modifier to your, your armor, you know, once you get out of that faster, you can keep attacking and keep going. Yeah. Um, the other way that I like to look at endurance is potentially you know could this generalist if you focused all of your your primary stat growth into vitality and you know could you end up creating a a, just a really well-rounded beefy tank and so going back to you know that that mythic monk knight that we saw earlier today if you focused everything on vitality um and you had endurance leveling up uh naturally with its really high statistical increase you know how would you end up faring with a a, you know a hero at level seven uh as we've we've talked about or level 10 level 20 and so on and so forth you know would that hero if they could be strong enough or beefy enough can they absorb some of the damage that the rest of uh the other heroes that are on your party can they kind of do that critical damage that you need in order to uh you know stay ahead and and you know win win that battle so that's something that i started looking at and i started going scrolling down the the list of heroes to see who is boosted in um so i'm gonna actually get rid of sage here who's up on screen 
And I started thinking about, all right, let's look at a boost in, you know, uh, defensive uh, traits. And so I decided, let's look at a boost in, in vitality and a boost in endurance. And let's see what heroes are out there. Yeah, and I think I think I really like where you're going too, because you know a lot of people say that well, if you're looking for defense and tank, I mean Paladin's the obvious choice, right? But I I, I still I still just feel that Paladin is their skill set is going to be somewhat more obvious and limited in nature. I, I just kind of feel the generalist skills characters, monk, maybe even thief, and definitely. Dragoon are going to have skills that make them absolutely rock. And so if you can combine those skills, maybe there's a special half the skill tree that's more for tanky, and there's another half that's for offense. So I, I, I'm just, I don't know, I don't know why I had this feeling, but I had, you know, the devs and Tango and all of them have talked about how this combat is, is hugely balanced. They want everybody to be balanced. So I, I, I just got this feeling that you're, you're on the right track here, personally. Yeah. I tend to agree with you, and then, you know, I, I've kind of also talked myself into, I actually feel that, that Priest is a pretty strong secondary class for anyone you want to be a tank. Did I lose because you? I don't hear you. What skills are priests going to have? There are two classes in the game that they have confirmed to be healers, and that's a priest, and that's a sage. And so, I think that if you are a tank, and then you oh, can... Hello. Hello? Can you hear me? Uh, now I'm back. I lost you for a moment there. Sorry. All right. Yeah, no worries. All right. Um, so let me let me go back a little bit. So I, I'm really believing in the, the secondary class of priest if you're looking at your character to be either a generalist or a pure tank. And the reason for that is there are two confirmed classes in the game that can heal you, and that's a priest and a sage. And so I'm thinking that, you know, I'm, I'm really excited when I see, when I'm I'm focusing on a stat bonus of either vitality and endurance and also a secondary class of, of a priest. That's actually pretty exciting for me. What do you think about that as kind of that, that next level uh, reckless speculation strategy? That's Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. I, I really like that. I think priest is another one of those that I have kind of disregarded, you know, absentmindedly more or less. I think it's, I, I've kind of had, summoners and i've had a sage relatively early on so i just considered my magic heroes to be completed and i just never really even considered priest because it was kind of in a separate skill tree era uh class tree right because we we you know we had owned the pirate and the monk and so by nature you know we were getting ninjas and so i was you know dealing with ninjas and summoners in order to go for sage so i just never really dabbled over on the priest side so I actually really like that, and I think, like you said, the confirmation actually does add a lot to this. Yeah, so, and you know, as I started kind of poking through this, I was like, you know, what what should I focus on? Um, looking at the priest as a secondary class, and then, you know, you made a side comment the other day, which really derailed, or earlier today, which really derailed me, which was, hey, if you pick up a guy that's three out of three summons he can pair with my uh, sage that's three out of three summons and we could work something out. So I was like, all right, well, let's just start looking at some of the <laughs> the higher-priced heroes to see what uh, else is out there. I did um, it again. Yeah, you did it again. You figured out how to remove Jewel from my wallet. And and so then I found, um, I found a guy 
that I started looking at two heroes that are legendary, uh, or excuse me, Perilous Journey survivors. And it's it's pretty expensive, but when I was looking at, at both of these guys, I thought it was like really interesting to talk about on the podcast, which is the choices that, that these two individuals chose on how to spend their legendary survivor points. And so can you see up on Discord right now, Nindorf, what I have brought up? Uh, I believe so, yes. All right, so I'm looking at a Dragoon Pirate. Now, again, he gets a lot more expensive, but Legendary Survivor, level 4. I like the level 4 because you still have that level 5 boost that you're about ready to hit. You know, he's he's young enough that you can still influence him. So this individual oh, yeah. chose to boost, presumably, Vitality, Intelligence, and Wisdom. And then when you go look at the docs, Intelligence is Magic Dodge Percentage, Wisdom is magic defense amount and vitality is health. And obviously, um, you know, as we've discussed, the Dragoon also will have a naturally high endurance level up. And so this guy, I, I believe the strategy behind it was build a super tank. Um, now, it was one of those, like when I first flipped a card over, I was like, what did this guy do? He screwed it up. And then after I've, like, thought about it more, I'm almost like, okay, did he screw it up? Or is this guy zigging when everyone else is zagging? And he, you know, he's just guessing correctly at at what it could be. Yeah, and I liked it. He's relatively low level, like you said. And the PJ put in Vitality, that's going to pay dividends. Yeah. All right, so then let's scroll down a little bit more. And again, I mean, we're we're looking at like removing, going from removing some to removing most to removing all of my spare cash. Um, <laughs> and so now there's another dragoon pirate, a a legendary, another P, uh, PJ survivor. I don't know why I keep calling them legendaries. Well, they're practically legendaries. I think that's why I am yeah. um, because of their stat boots and. You know, we're looking here. This guy decided wow. to follow your strategy, 20 agility, and a little bit my strategy, the vitality he clearly boosts, and then he boosted, oh, he boosted luck. luck as well. Uh, see, I think he's chasing fishing a little bit, but oh, luck is that, like, you're right. luck is that you don't know, right? It, it's It's got a little influence right. on everything. So, A, that boosts his profession with agility and luck, and basically, so he, he gave fishing plus 10, basically. But they're also, they fit the class, actually. Mm-hmm. They do fit the Fascinating. class. Fascinating. So, and this guy, way too expensive. I don't I don't think I can afford this, but... Well, yeah, level 5 and 126 total stat points. That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, let's go ahead and look at other level 5s. Um... Let's just look at level fours. There we go. Well, there are many on the market. Wow. They've all been scooped up. So what's the other level? So he's still a PJ survivor, but okay. So yeah, one level, about six. So you, you know, either of those two are solid plays. So, yeah, I mean, I guess this is exactly why I'm calling it legendary because, I mean, look at this. You know, he's a level four. This legendary is a level five, so he's received his legendary boost, and mm-hmm. and this guy he has the same number of stat points, mm-hmm. and yep. it costs a thousand less jewels. So 
that is a yeah wow yeah and then you know this guy here who is level five um so tied you know he has six more stat points and so it'll take probably 10 levels yeah 10 20 levels you know probably 15 levels for them to even out i think depending on the the natural lux of rules yeah i think you're right yeah 15 and this guy oh man (laughs) he's totally priced incorrectly um but he has mining so yeah Yeah, sorry big bean i'm not buying it uh well i guess he also has three out of three summons so oh that's okay uh, i'm still not buying it but that's yeah 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 Yeah, so yeah he's probably priced correctly um but not buying it (laughs) (laughs) all right so let's go let's tone it down to level three and see what our basic stat points are here i mean so the guy that we were looking at otherwise was 90 88 yeah the pj survivor the pj survivor is not only did he survive but he also had just a little bit of better level ups as well no doubt Ooh! wow yeah no he's got he's three out of three yeah i'm not gonna it's double generalist all right so um you know at at this point we're just kind of meandering around i gotta kind of you know decide to you know do my business or get off the pot as they say so that's that's the uh the breakdown i think for the podcast we wanted to take our listeners through you know buying heroes we both feel like this is a buyer's market at the moment um you know we're we're both in probably jewel value being down um and then also it just the the cost of heroes uh based on you know the the dollar value of jewel also being down and the market kind of goes through these these weird ebbs and swings where sometimes you get like that double whammy where heroes are underpriced in terms of total jewel that people are asking for and the price of jewel costs less and then you know on the other end like that's a real sell opportunity when the price of jewel is high uh, or when heroes are valued at a high value a high amount of jewel and the the dollar value of jewels is high as well so um, something to think about as as uh, those of you out there who are, are looking for some arbitrage opportunities. Um, it's something that you know we've noticed is that it doesn't always just purely follow the the dollar price of of jewel. All right, well, Nindorf, any closing comments on the evening? Um, yeah, I think I think this has been a lot of fun. I, mean, I love going through the hero market. You know, it's kind of fun to. We had a bit of a lull. I mean, there wasn't a ton released in this week's um, Wednesday drop, so it was kind of fun to just focus on one of my favorite segments, honestly, is going through the hero market and finding that good deal. And you'll be talking through things that we'd done offline earlier, but uh, I, I hope it's helpful. And, you know, please shoot us comments. You know, if you got other items you want us to look into, maybe next week we should be looking at those priests. Like you said, there's, there's some value in priests probably. Uh, but yeah, I think I think this is just an enjoyable experience, and I I, I I love being able to sit down and just go through this, and, and you know, like I said, read those tea leaves. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, thank you, listeners out there, and uh, please, if you can or willing, please support us on on YouTube and uh, subscribe to the channel. It really means a lot. And pretty soon, we'll be giving away some eggs and and a hero. So, thank you very much, and have a great night.